Hello, wrestling family. Welcome to Sound of Whistle with IHSA wrestling official Tony Clark. Each week, I will bring you interviews with prominent figures in the sport of high school wrestling. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Tony Clark. Um, today, we are going to have a discussion with IHSA state final official and clinician Don McKillop. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing just fine, Tony, and yourself? Doing great. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to uh, talk with us and, and put this podcast together. Uh, you're welcome. Anytime uh, we talk about wrestling, it's a good time. It, it is a good time. So today we're going we're gonna to focus on uh, recruitment of wrestling officials. So my first question to you will be, Why do you think we have a shortage? I think there's a number of reasons that we have a shortage. Um, one, of the, one of the bigger problems I think right now is just people don't want to take the abuse. They don't want to put themselves out there. Um, you're in the spotlight when you're on the mat with the two wrestlers. And even though you're not supposed to be the center of attention, everything that you do on the mat People are going to notice. And, of course, being a spectator of wrestling, uh, usually I'm pretty one-sided whether I want to – I'm going to choose my person to cheer for. And if things are going my way, that official is doing a great job, and I'm going with the flow. But if – that wrestler, if my chosen wrestler is not doing what if things just aren't happening for them like like I want them to, then I got to blame somebody in the officials, the easiest person. So and so I think it's it's one of those things things where people uh, it's tough to put yourself out there because you're subject to abuse, and so. No one likes to be ridiculed. No one likes to be made fun of. Um, obviously, bullying is a big thing, and that's what people try to do with officials. And you have to be, grow a pretty thick skin uh, and be able to handle what they're saying, listen to the people that know what they're doing rather than the people that don't know what they're doing. And so I think, as officials, we have to be able to support one another uh, in that respect and give other officials the praise because they're not going to get it from the fans very often. Um, I think usually we're seeing things. I think one of the difficulties that we have, uh, especially with young officials, is and it's not just wrestling, it's all sports. Uh, we throw uh, beginning officials to the Lions right off the bat. Uh, everyone knows that it's much easier to wrestle a, or I should say officiate a varsity match than it is a grade school, junior high, or even freshman, sophomore match. Uh, because it's much more predictable what the wrestlers are going to do. 
especially if you know the sport of wrestling, then if a guy's going to shoot a single leg, the, guy, the opponent's going to sprawl. At that lower level, all of a sudden, you might see some guy try to do a DDT or something like that. So we throw, we throw the beginning officials to the Lions, I think, a little too quickly. And, you know, I, I, I've talked with a lot of people trying to recruit officials and come up with a few different reasons why they don't want to do it. Um, number one, the abuse. Uh, number two, some people say they'd rather watch it. They don't want to be that center of attention. Uh, some people say the time that it takes to become an official or a good official. Uh, some people use the time of, I can't make it to a meet by 4.30, or I can't make it to a meet, I can't stay that long at a meet. Um, you have to have that right mentality going into it. And the, the part of, I need to be accountable, and some people don't want, want to be accountable for that, you know, that responsibility factor. And so that's why people are shying away from it. I think we should also mention you uh, have started at your high school a training program for officials. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, the program, um, I'm a physical education teacher, and our department chair was looking and asking if anybody had ideas for classes. Uh, being an official, knowing the need for officials then, I, I suggested starting a beginning officiating class. Uh, the class itself is not sports specific. Uh, I'd love to do a little bit more sports specific, but right now it's just general officiating, um, learning how to act the part, uh, be a professional, uh, learning how to manage conflict resolution. Uh, we cover a number of different topics. We bring in guest speakers. And, you know, I, I spoke with Sam Knox at the IHSA office. Uh, Sam's willing to do anything. He's willing to bend over backwards to help support uh, schools starting officiating classes. And so the, the first year we found out that Kids were signing up. They didn't necessarily want to be an official. They just didn't want to dress for PE. And so um, they found out once they got in the class, uh, number one, we, they still have to do their PE requirements as far as fitness is concerned. But I'm also going to put a whistle in their mouth, and they're going to have to move up and down the court, the field, the mat, whatever it is that we're going to do and they're going to have to have to referee their peers. And so it was a eye opening experience for many. Um, the first year we had 180 plus kids sign up uh, this past year. We had, Oh, about a hundred sign up. So the numbers dropped, but it was simply because the word got out of what the class really entailed. Um, but it's been very successful so far. I feel like if we get a, a dozen officials out of it, 
and it doesn't necessarily, again, have to be for wrestling, but for any sport, then it, it's a success uh, because it, it is an experience even for young kids uh, to find out there's more to, if, even if I've played the sport my entire life, when I'm officiating the sport, you're looking at it at an entirely different angle. Uh, no longer is it one-sided. You are actually looking at a contest with the idea of, I don't care who wins. I just want to make sure that it's fair and it's done properly. So I'm going to ask you to put your coach's hat back on for a second. Um, go back to being a varsity coach. We recruit a new official to come and work. They're not necessarily going to work at varsity contests, but they're going to work like you alluded to, that freshman or that JV Depends on how you have things set up before the varsity. What are your expectations as a coach for this new official? That's a good question. Uh, I think as a coach, I am expecting uh, this new official to have control of the match to act in a professional way. Uh, we oftentimes talk about mechanics and uh, I had the opportunity to this, this spring, in fact, uh, after the season was over, I worked the uh, pressed off sectional at Shepherd High School. And I invited Kyle Schickle from Lamont. Here he is a four-time state finalist and he was in my class in the fall. And he joined us to officiate the fresh soft sectional. Uh, so we got an opportunity to work with Kyle. Um, and it was interesting. His mechanics were, were very good. Uh, he moved around the mat very well. Uh, so as a coach, that's what I'm looking for. How's the person moving around the mat? How are they signaling things? Uh, do they act like they want to be here? And I think oftentimes, uh, no matter what level it is, uh, you need to be officiating a match like it's the state finals. And it might be a junior high match between two wrestlers that are first-year wrestlers, and you need to treat it as a big match because even though it, it may not be a big match for you, it's a big match for them. It's a big match for their parents. And so as a coach, that's what I'm expecting out of new officials. I want them to look the part, be the part when they're, when they're out there on the mat. Um, my job as a coach at the same time, uh, if I'm the head coach of a program, I need to talk to my assistants and make them realize that you're going to have new officials down at your level. You're not going to have a whole lot of state caliber officials that are working your matches. And as coaches, uh, you don't always, you don't know everything. Uh, and sometimes young lower level coaches, they wrestled, this is the way it should be. This is how I did it. This is how I would do it. And 
oftentimes they aren't very nice to officials. And the bad part is they don't know as much as they think they know. And so as a head coach of a program, I'm teaching my young coaches not only the, the moves of the sport, you know, how to be a good coach, but how to also be a representative of the program in which I can't be questioning officials' calls all the time. I think as veteran officials, we oftentimes go down, at, you know, I might do a junior high match, and I'm oftentimes educating those young, young coaches as well. Uh, here's how you approach the table. Don't question me from the chair. Things that I'm going to do with the varsity official or, or with the varsity coach. And so sometimes it's coaching the coaches as well as coaching young officials. You know, it's funny you say that. And we're, we're going to throw a shout out to your son, Colin, uh, who's the head coach of Grizzly North. Uh, it's been a couple of times that I've run into him this year. And he, he comes over and he'll say, man, I, I had a difficult time with an official. And he, he, he calls them teachable moments, uh, not only for the official, but for himself, because it makes him reflect on uh, a couple of times how he should have handled a situation. So it, it's funny you throw it out there because uh, your, your son is now learning that lesson after all these years. <laughs> and and I, I usually uh, I'll get a report on officials as well uh, from Colin. Uh, that's usually one. Of, I mean, I always ask him how his kids did. But my next question to follow that is, how did the officials do? And if there's a problem, then he's going to let me know. Um, he might, it might be, uh, I even get a picture of the official. And dad, do you know who this is? Um, so, so it is kind of funny to, to do that. Uh, I remember as, being a young coach myself when, when I first came up. Uh, I was probably a little bit more boisterous than I needed to be. I kind of learned the ropes as I went along as well. And I think Colin's a little bit more advanced at his age than I am or I was at that time. So it, it is kind of fun to have a son who's in the coaching ranks and know that he is treating officials as, he, as I would expect him to treat them with respect but if there's a question he's gonna let him know about it as well oh yeah yeah he's always he, I, I watch him a lot he's very respectful uh and sometimes i tease him I, I say you know too respectful because there are times and you're right where no matter what level the official is beginning veteran there are some times they need to take us to the table because we're not perfect and uh sometimes we you know we need to be questioned to make us think man, was that the right call? So, uh, you know, I, I admire coaches that, that that have that ability to just take us over there, not let it get out of hand. But uh, he is funny when he, you know, when he, when he'll, he'll see me somewhere and he'll say, man, that was rough. That was a teachable moment. So we, we laugh about that a lot. <laughs> and, and I think uh, it's, it's fun uh, from the standpoint of as when you work with coaches, um, they start to, to get a feeling of 
when they need to take you to the table or when they shouldn't take you to the table. Um, and uh, with beginning officials, uh, there's times where uh, I know you're telling them, Hey, when I go over there, I need to treat the coach with respect. Even if I think he's wrong, I'm going to hear him out first. Usually the first question that I ask coaches anymore is coach, what are you seeing? Rather than him get, giving me uh, what did you see? I'll ask him, what did you see? <laughs> and so then they, they have to explain themselves why they're coming to the table and it gives me chance to think and come up with an answer as well. And I think that is part of the problem that you alluded to uh, new official, not having the confidence, uh, not wanting to be questioned, not want to be yelled at by the fans. Um, you're one of our clinicians. Uh, you're, you're teaching a class at your school. Um how can we better teach that skill to an official or is that a skill that's just going to come with time, um, how to handle the coaches at a table in those situations? I, I think as officials, um, working with young officials, working with young coaches, uh, we have to give of our time um, for me as a veteran so-called veteran official um i if if i have a young official who asks me a question or maybe i just need to step in and help when i can um then i need to be willing to do that uh, i know i have officials a couple officials from this area and when i get an opportunity to work with them then it, usually I'll ask them if they're more than willing to stay and help me with a varsity match. If, if we're doing freshman JV and varsity and, and we're kind of splitting the freshman and JV and then the varsity matches by itself, I'll ask a young official if he wants to stay. I'll ask coaches if they're willing to let this young official work with me. Uh, so that he can kind of get on the varsity match, move, start to feel the flow of how things go and, and realize, you know, Hey, there's a time to really move. And there's a time where you need to stand back and watch. Um, we, uh, veteran officials need to share that knowledge. And it, again, just like anybody, uh, we, we don't want to be corrected, but we need to be good listeners. And so working with young officials, we have to listen to them and find out where they're coming from as well. Uh, and, and be able to ask them, hey, why did you make this call? Not that I disagree with you, but why did you make this call? And be positive with them as they come along. Um, we've got to work with coaches and try and tell them, hey, if you've got wrestlers that you think would make good officials, get us their name. Let us talk to them. Let's see if we can get them on the map. Um, and so as, as much as we can bring those young officials 
on to work with veteran officials, I think it's very helpful. Um, I had the pleasure this year working the Whitlatch tournament at Hinsdale Central, and Nima worked with me. And Bill Honeycutt and I kind of worked with Nima, and and Bill, before the tournament started, said, you and I are the people who are going to work with Nima. Uh, we don't necessarily need him to work with anybody else, but you and I can work with him. Uh, if you, if he gets a chance to get on the whistle, that'd be great. Um, but, and some, the coaches were pretty good about it, knowing that we would step in if we didn't agree with the call that Nima might've made. Nima in, in return was very accepting of what we had to teach him and tell him about situations and, and how to deal with coaches and how to get in the right position when, to make the call. Wait a little bit longer. Won't be in a great big hurry. So uh, those things are always good to work with as, as good as veteran officials can be. Yeah, and um, I think Mr. Knox, for the, for the 36 uh, state final officials to work the floor this year, his uh, pre-meet speech to us all was uh, one of the things he needed for us to display were people skills, which is basically what you just talked about, the ability to let a coach ask a question, to answer that coach's question, and to not let it get out of hand or to the point where you have to overly penalize. So that was one of the things he brought up um, that he's looking for in officials. And that's people skills. So I, I thought that uh, what you just said there just reminded me of that. And uh, even at our level, even at that state level, he still had to remind us people skills were very important to display for that state finals or both of the state finals, the individual and the dual team. Yes. And it, it was funny because I, I was listening uh, to the podcast with with Jason Sally. And one of the things that Jason said, which which I thought was outstanding, um, was that as officials, uh, sometimes we got to swallow our pride. And, and I think uh, the officials that, that I've worked with throughout the state of Illinois, in fact, even in different states, uh, there is a camaraderie that's built. And sometimes you're going to make, we, we all, we're all going to make mistakes. And sometimes I got to swallow that pride and admit that I made a mistake and correct it because our job really is just to make sure that the calls are right. And so it, it can't be an ego thing. Uh, we just have to do what is important to get the call right to work with people so that they understand it as well. One of the things you mentioned was you talked to coaches about uh, recruiting uh, officials. You know, you'll ask them, hey, if you got a, a wrestler that would make a good official, uh, give us their name so we can, you know, try to work with them. What can our officials do to uh, recruit other officials? I, I, I think uh, it's the same thing. Uh, if, if we all get out there, talk with coaches, talk with administrators, um, Talk with parents. Uh, it, it's funny because this year I had a couple of instances 
uh, where I, I was working a junior high meet and one of the ladies that was working the scores table, she knew the sport and knew it very well. And I said, why don't you, uh, why don't you think about becoming an official? And she said, well, I've thought about it. And I said, well, don't think about it anymore. You know, let's, let's get into it and, and uh, start to become one. I said, I'll help you. I'll mentor you and, and work with you to become a good official. Well, I'd like my daughter to do it too. Oh, great. I said, we need officials and male, female, it doesn't make any difference. So sometimes it's just a matter of talking with people. Um, I talk with dads and talk with parents and say, hey, you seem to know quite a bit about the sport. Why don't you officiate? Well, you know, I'm, I'm there just to, to see my son wrestle. And if it's, if it's a junior high or an IK meet, something like that, I said, what better way to actually learn how to become an official is, hey, you want to see your son? You're there to watch your son wrestle. And why don't you officiate matches? And officials are going to let you go to go watch your son wrestle. And then you can come back to officiating. It's a good way of making $200 on a Sunday rather than spending $200 sitting in the stand and going to the concession stand all the time. So talking at other officials, getting out there and talking with people and inviting them to become an official rather than being a spectator is, is something that really, I think, can help grow the sport and grow our profession. Now, you mentioned talking to a mom and she, she brought up her, maybe her daughter. With the, with the growth of female wrestling in our state, we're going to need uh, more officials and we're going to need some female officials to uh, help us out. And I've been racking my brain on this for a, a long time. What is your opinion on how can we get more females? Do we need to approach it differently? Um, you know, what's your thought on, on us recruiting that um, gender to get them Again, out? we see stat girls all the time. Every team's got them. And sometimes it might just be simply being going up to the stat girls, talking with them. Um, we have to uh, work with the people that are there that love the sport. I think the number one thing in becoming an official in any sport is a general love of that sport. And I, I mean, I say stuff to my daughter all the time um, about why don't you become an official? Because she can go toe-to-toe talking about wrestling with any, any man that I know. Um, In fact, I know she often, when she first started uh, doing her job and stuff like that, she would be caught watching MMA wrestling a lot of times 
rather than with the men rather than watching going and talking with the the women that she was working with and they were they were shocked at how much she knew about the sport of wrestling what she knew about MMA any combative sport and it, so it really is it does take an interest and it, people are knowledgeable I tell my wife all the time she needs to officiate. And she says, no, no, no. Uh, but she knows the sport. And so, again, just talking with people. Well, we've we, we thrown out a lot of good points. Um, you know, as we get to the conclusion here, I'm going to ask you uh, any final thoughts, any other things you want to throw out there um, in, in regards to recruiting um, to, to bring think, our numbers up. Uh, one question that might come off the, uh, come out uh, every so often is what's it take to be an official? And it starts with being interested. Number one, uh, you're not going to be in it for the money, even though you can make a, uh, make a little bit of pocket change. Um, so, just showing some interest in it is the beginning step. Uh, you have to have patience. You have to have that willingness to learn and to take criticism in a positive light rather than a negative light. Uh, listening to Nima the other day, he said, you know what? There was times when I first was out there, coaches were yelling at me and Rather than taking it as a negative, I took it as a positive. How can that make me get better? And so uh, I think being able to work with the criticism, uh, being able to listen and, you know, take the encouragement that goes along with it, um, being responsible and uh, the responsibility of, you need to be there for weigh-ins if you can make it. If you can't make it for weigh-ins, you need to be able to be there a half hour ahead of time so that a fit, uh, the coaches know you're there, the administrators know you're there, you're there, and they're not scrambling five minutes before the match is supposed to start wondering if they're going to have an official or not. Uh, we talked about communication skills. Um I know Bill Honeycutt talked about a, a willingness to travel a little bit. Uh, I know when I was first coming up the ranks, it, it was a matter of I need to get out of my small little area w that I was in. And so Dion Wiley and I would drive down to Granite City every year um, to, to see somebody new, but to get to that part of the state so that other people would be able to see us as well. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions of veteran officials. Uh, that willingness to put yourself out there is always important and realize that we're human, we're gonna mess up, but I wanna learn from any mistakes that I might, uh, might make. Um, and then just go and have fun. I know when I first started, especially, and I was working IKWF matches, I would have people come up and say, you never wipe that smile off of your face. 
And, and I said, that's because I'm having fun doing what I'm doing. And it is a lot of fun uh, to be right out there on the mat with the wrestlers. Um, and you know what? I don't need the limelight, but if I'm in there, I'm going to run with it. So it's, that's always been a good thing as well. And then if I know the rules better than the coaches, better than the fans know the rules, then I can back up anything that I make, any calls that I make. So that, that's important as well. All right. Well, I want to thank you once again for taking time out to uh, do this podcast and, and, and share your viewpoints on our recruiting uh, efforts to get more wrestling officials. And I definitely uh, want to schedule some more podcasts with you down oh, the road to great. talk about other topics. In fact, it was my pleasure doing this. Um, like I said, when it comes to talking about wrestling, for me, it's like wrestling and motorcycles. I'll sit and talk all day about it, both of those things. So that's good. Well, maybe one day we'll be able to uh, get a mat out on a on a out in the parking lot, and we'll have everybody bring their uh, motorcycles, and we'll, we'll, there, we'll get both of your passions that'd together. Do it. That would definitely do it, Tony. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Be sure and follow me on Instagram. IL Wrestling Ref, or you can follow me on Twitter at Assigner Guy, A S S I G N R G U Y, to be notified of new podcast episodes. Thank you and have a great day.